Hello, welcome to episode 26.5 of This Week in Marvel. <laughs> another special .5 episode, another special Avengers vs. X-Men episode. I am Marvel.com Associate Editor Ben Morse, and I'm here with our two executive VIP very special guests. We have... <laughs> I just got promoted. Yeah. <laughs> we have, of course, Senior VP, Executive Editor, and Actual Executive, Tom Brevoort. Legitimate executive. executive, Tom Brevoort. Tom, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Looking forward to this. We also have, uh, of course, Senior Editor Nick Lowe, who I have to say is wearing a fantastic sweater. We were talking in the elevator earlier that you look like you could be having like a fireside chat. And then I thought about it more. I was like, it's either that or you're a villain from an 80s ski movie. Oh, yeah. I like both of those. It could go either way. I, I like both of those. Yeah. Or both, maybe. Yeah. Like a, 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 a fireside chat. Who's giving a fireside a chat. <laughs> a ski movie villain. Our new idea is to, to do AVX fireside chats with Nick Lowe. Yeah. Where he just opens a big tome and reads to the kids. <laughs> he drinks a cup of cocoa. Exactly. Changes, Come get warm with me, children. Change his image a little bit. Come get warm. Well, Nick, welcome back. I think you're, you. you're the most frequent guest on this podcast, <laughs> as always. Seldom planned. Yeah. But Just because we there. hold it in Nick's office. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Just runs over when he hears it. Well, guys, we are now two issues into Avengers vs. X-Men with a third Wee. coming this week. We just got our Thompson and Ryan Penagos remark. We, the third issue's here. What's going on? People don't understand this is coming every, every other week. Every other week, except for those five-week months. Oh, oh. pesky. Pesky five-week five months. Five-week months. So there is one three-week gap between four and five. But otherwise, well, every other week. And then in between this past one, we'll talk about issue number two in a sec, we also had ABX versus number one, which oh. I thought was fantastic. Why, well, thank you. Yeah. The creators did a fantastic job with that one. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, both there and in Avengers vs. X-Men number two. I remember the last time we all sat down, we had people asking where the fighting was. And <laughs> clearly, in these two issues... We're at the fighting now. Yeah. We're deep in the heart of the fighting. Yeah. And we just got uh, some pages in from issue eight or nine. That's eight, yeah. Issue eight. And we got an email it's from Brian on. Bendis. <laughs> and, and Bendis responded like, they're still fighting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just keeps on going. It's not a six-issue fight and then a six-issue sit-down chat. This is going to keep going. Yeah, the Fireside Chat's only three issues right. of AVX. <laughs> and that's a spinoff, yeah. AVX Fireside. <laughs> But so now that you guys have kind of gotten to that next phase, it feels weird to say next phase after one issue, but you know, you're in the heart of the fight now. <laughs> how did producing this issue and the upcoming ones or the actions really going, how is that different than kind of the setup in number one? Honestly, it's not that different. Right. You know, it's a different writer because we have a different guy on each issue. Right, right. So this was Jason for issue two rather than Brian in issue one. Right. But, uh, you know, it would have been the same thing if it was one of the other guys. We're yeah. at that point. We blocked the whole story out together. We spent two to three days in Portland at Brian's house with all the guys now about a year ago. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's been a while. Snap. So, you know, we, we've known in broad strokes what's in all of these issues. Right. And so each individual writer gets their bit and carries the baton, does his stuff, passes the baton to the next guy. So within that, you know, Jason got to, you know, make the call and, and choreograph all the particular fighting on during the, the beachhead of Utopia. Yeah. So a lot of those choices were his and Johnny's okay. you know, doing the actual issue. Yeah. But, you know, it's really no different except that it's, it's easy because there's not a lot of deep thinking. Yeah. There's a lot of hitting. Yeah. Although, there was poetry. 
number two. There was. Got, <laughs> in fact, I love that it got that pointed was out. Accidentally pointed online. Out. Well, not really. I mean, Jason put Great on Lord. His, po- his Lord Byron his cravat hat. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Jason Aaron with a cravat is something to see. He got out his Grecian urn, (laughs) warmed up with an ode, and then dove into issue two, like he does on everything he writes. Right. That's Um, the Jason Aaron preparation method. Oh, heck yeah. So, you guys personally, we got to see a lot of fights, both in verses and in this issue number two. What what, what were your personal favorites? The Storm Black Panther. Oh, uh, yeah. Two panels. I loved the bit about, like, you know, talking about their marriage counselor and, yeah. and stuff like that. Like, that, I loved that bit in issue two. That was one of my favorites. Tom? My favorite moment. Oh, boy. Oh. I can already see in his eyes. He's going to be rough for you. Nah, like, the recap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like when Axel walked out. Um, <laughs> no. Um, I, I like the moment in two. It's during the, the Cap Cyclops fight mm-hmm. where Cyclops, he's sort of, putting forth his point of view to Cap, and he talks about how you know, Cap is listening to the, the lunatic fringe, and he turns at that moment, and yeah. like across the divide of the beach, he blasts Wolverine in the back. That was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So. That was pretty neat. So how are, I mean, I guess I, I have to ask, I'm obligated to ask, how are you guys doing with each other? <laughs> yeah, because last time we were oh, here, things were a little tense. Well, it's been a few weeks. I mean, this is going to keep going. I don't think you guys realize yeah. what you what you were committing to. Well, a friendship torn asunder. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's true. Our deep and abiding friendship yeah. has it's, it's really, pretty much been shattered. Yeah, <laughs> yes, there's rough. there's nothing left. So much. All those years of roommates that we had, <laughs> that road trip we took across Siberia. All the, the Polaroids have been torn in half. Oh, it's true. People have been scratched out. It's, it's very true. hard to tear a Polaroid. It's half. true. It, it really speaks to how brutal this is getting. Yeah, we both toyed with throwing away our broken heart, like the, the best charm, friends yeah, forever charm. But like the heart that's split in half. Like we both threatened to throw it away. Right. It hasn't been thrown away yet, but <laughs> by issue 12 it might. Yeah, we got 10 more issues. <laughs> it's true. It's going to be rough. It's true. It's you know, we put the uh, Marvel first aid kit to some good use. Okay, good. Scrapes and scratches. The, the Marvel nurse up here has, has had some visits from us to her office. The night nurse, of night course. Night nurse, of course. course. <laughs> yeah. you know, who works here in the Marvel office. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear you guys are hanging on by a thread. It was a very exciting second issue. We got some cool stuff coming up. I think a lot of people are wondering, you know, we got to issue two, and it was X-Men versus Avengers. Yeah. We've had people ask on the podcast on Twitter, it's like, well, there's 10 more issues of X-Men versus Avengers. You've already had them fight. What do you do now? Like our relationship here, it's all about the night nurse from here on out. Catching yeah. <laughs> moons. Yeah. Like our relationship here, it's all about fighting more. Fighting and more. And fighting harder and yeah. fighting deeper and fighting longer. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to see them on Utopia. One of the cool things coming up is we're going to get to see them kind of fight across the Marvel yeah, Universe. across the whole of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. So, And it's interesting that even though the X-Men had complete home field advantage, they did not just dominate. Yeah. That's it, it, that interesting, or, interesting, or it could be righteous. Yeah. Uh, I would say rigged. <laughs> rigged is the word. Yeah. Let me let me let me ask you. Are you telling you, me this comic story is let me, predetermined? Let me, let me ask you, Dick Lowe, who edited AVX versus Number One? That would be me. And uh, what was the final score of AVX Number One? I'll tell you what, Tom. <laughs> Once we get through uh, AVX Six, we can go back and tally yeah. up. The scoreboard. How, how did that all turn out? Well, Even the people you work with understand the undeniable reality of this Avengers versus X Men situation. Like a journalist, and despite your vast and mighty powers as the X Men editor, 
you cannot prevent the truth from coming out in the pages of your own comics. Like a journalist for fine established uh, media outlet or newspaper, I like, like Marvel.com. Exactly. <laughs> I like to We're nothing to, if not impartial. I like, I want to make sure that AVX versus reflects the events of AVX, unlike mm-hmm. a lot of your times reflecting uh, AVX. <laughs> Well, but then I Nick, wish I could argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely wish I could argue with Nick, that. Why, why wasn't a, it a one-one split then? It was a clean sweep. Because for people who don't know, AVX versus, which you should really pick up, yep. it's a lot of fun. There are definitive winners given at the end of each round, and there is a tallied score. And right now, it is two for it Avengers. Is. Zilch. Right. Oh, there, were, there were only forty matchups yeah. in AVX two that you could have done stories on. And you couldn't come up with an even split. And I gotta say, my This Week in Marvel co-host, Agent M. Ryan Panagos, nearly threw his comic down on the ground when he learned that Namor did not win a fight that took place underwater. He was very upset about that. Not as upset as Namor. Okay? Yeah. No, but here's the thing. First of all, in the first bout, yes. Magneto threw it at the end. He was distracted. That's, that's true. And he's like, oh, no. Right. And then Iron yeah. Man... Took that distraction and basically punched him in the back of the neck. Right. You know who was distracted in that first story in uh, AVX number one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, in AVX number one? Oh, AVX yeah, version sure number you. one. Anyway, <laughs> as for the second fight, as for the second fight, that was just uh, like Ben got some good breaks in there and it continues. Uh, why are you, Blake's, why are you Blake, motioning to Blake's break? Blake's looking over. He's saying, like, Ben, how did you get good breaks? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, not me. It's, it's the thing. Yeah, well, yeah, you don't fight until versus number three. I'm That's pretty excited. You, yeah. Myself against assistant editor, associate editor Tom Brennan. Yeah. It's going to be, it's, it's been building for quite some it time. It certainly has. Yeah. That's only in Infinite Comics. Yes. Yes. Only in Infinite Comics. It's the only medium that could portray it. Uh, what do we have coming up in ABX versus number two? AVX versus number two has two fights. Mm-hmm. The first one is Colossus and Spider-Man. Right. And Seems like you're stacking the deck a little there, Nick. Me? You're, you're, put, you're putting the juggernaut-powered Colossus against Avengers well, Spider-Man. as someone who enjoys his Marvel Comics history as right. myself, unlike some other editors in this room, mm-hmm. I thoroughly have enjoyed some past bouts between Spider-Man and Juggernaut, right. and so... The thought of a Spider-Man versus Colossus Juggernaut was and, too juicy to and pass. And who was the winner of those fights between uh, Spider-Man and Juggernaut? Yeah, and those were Spider-Man. Was well, Spider-Man. I'm going to say so, we're so, going to do this so, one right. So right now <laughs> the record stands. We're going to do this one right. Yeah. But we, readers are, are going to have to check it out to find yeah, out. Yeah. So and that second, is yeah, that is one, one of the fights. The second fight is Captain America versus Gambit. And that one I'm very interested. That in. one was written and drawn by Steve McGibbon. Yes, and it's incredible. The great. Spider-Man Colossus one was written by Kieran Gillen with mm-hmm. art by the incredible Salvador LaRocca. And what books did Kieran Gillen work on? Kieran Gillen work, writes uh, Uncanny X-Men. Now, Jason also Aaron, Journey writer of... Yes, yeah. excellent book. Jason Aaron, writer of Wolverine and the X-Men, wrote Iron Man Magneto and stabbed you in the back completely. He, <laughs> like this, Iron Man did to I Magneto. Think was, yeah. I think he was still wearing the cravat, too. That's it's, it's, it's insult to injury. It's true. Like most Avengers people, <laughs> people who pick the Avengers do, and he wears cravats. Uh, no, much like Iron Man punched Magneto in the back, right. in the back of the neck, back of the head. Yep. That was kind of what Jason punch. did to me. Exactly. Yeah. Like with my back turn, like, hey, look, there's a juggling bear. Yeah. I turn yeah. because I love bears and juggling. Yeah. It was Why clear, it was clear to all that your backwards turned through the end of that story. <laughs> 
That, Very clear. We cannot. <laughs> Captain that, I. That's the perfect transition to reader questions. I can't top that. That's well, we did. We, we did ask people to uh, send us some questions, and of course they did. They love asking you guys. They love hearing your responses, your banter, mm-hmm. back and forth. So let's get right to it. We got. Uh, I want to field this one. I looked over your shoulder. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Damn it! Now you've ruined it. Now no, it we're gonna like we're I gonna planned it. no because we edit this. <laughs> okay, we'll edit this. So Blake will make it seem like I was never here. Sounds good. Yeah, Jeff Rothman, regular listener to our show, Amazing Jr. eighty seven wants to know: Will Professor Xavier play a role in ABX? And we've actually gotten this from multiple people on multiple episodes of This Week in Marvel. He's thinking about it. <laughs> I don't want to uh, state what role Professor Xavier plays in AVX, but he does play the role of the King in the King and I. Bald. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> you planned that. You set that up. I did. Well, I mean, everyone's as big a music theater fan as I am, right? Yeah. Everyone got that's, that. That's where our audience skews, Nick. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> know your demographic. One, two, three, and. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> so it sounded like Jason Aaron there for a second. <laughs> anyway, Amazing the real are, answer. Yeah, here's your real answer. <laughs> the real answer. Is he does play a role in yeah. AVX, yes. and it is not the King of Siam. Uh, <laughs> Disappointingly, he plays himself. Yeah. Professor X portrays himself in AVX. He hangs around with the King of Siam. Yeah. Yes, that was kind of a twist, They're, but for you listeners, you're a little ahead of the curve. Spoiler! Yeah, honorary Avenger, the King of Siam. It's going to be one of the greatest <laughs> fights. AVX number five versus number five. <laughs> Professor X versus the King of Siam, yeah. head to head. Uh, Dragons Rejects ask. Gotta wonder if Hope's attack last issue, so AVX number two, has made Wolverine's decision for him. The decision, of course, is Wolverine going to take out Hope. And, well, he had kind of already made, he, that, he decision, kind of made that decision, which prompted her attack. Yeah. And, and clearly that didn't work out so well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if he's going to keep at it, he's going to have to come up with a better strategy yeah. than running at her from the front with pointy things. And he'll probably take the Avenger way out, which is attacking her from behind. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to see more Wolverine Hope interaction in the issues to come? I think it's fair to say yes. Yeah, fair to say yeah yes. for sure. You'll see that reflected in some of the tie-ins as well. You'll see sure a little bit of that in some Wolverine and the X-Men yep. okay. as well. Very cool. Wait, it is very cool. Very, very cool. It is very cool. Very, thank you. Thank you, Nick. You're I welcome. feel like you're going to drop me off the ski lift if I, I don't might. agree with you. <laughs> I might. And then challenge me to a race across <laughs> the Black Diamond, which I'm just not ready for. Uh, do, and I'll, do need my a, I'll need ski karate. Yeah, and I'll need a montage to train. Yeah. And Blake You'll will probably miserably. break. Blake will break his leg. And <laughs> he'll just be nasty. We also know Hope's going to be associating with Iron Fist of all people coming up. All people. Yeah, of all people. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like, like you, you wouldn't think she wants to hang out with Iron with, Fist. You wouldn't <laughs> think she'd want to waste her time with an Avenger. Hang, like, hanging around with all those X Men for yeah. all these months haven't really. Gotten her very far. Yeah. Haven't so. they? Haven't they, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll see. Because, uh, yeah, New Avengers, we're going to see Hope and Iron Fist interacting, which is a very different dynamic for her. Definitely. She just keeps calling him Rich Boy and kicking him in the shins. <laughs> Take that, Rich Boy! Nick is Ow! not editing New Avengers, for those of you listening. <laughs> I probably should be, knowing how, how it's going. Uh, we have a question from Fire Incarnate. This is a very angry question. Okay. As you can tell by the name, I love this. He goes, How how dare you? Where were the Avengers when Genosha died or the mansion destroyed? Hypocrites with an exclamation mark. Respecting (laughs) you. Staying out of your business. (laughs) Who are the hypocrites? Is it them or us? He's saying the Avengers are the hypocrites. Is that like a separate thing? He just is calling us hypocrites. (laughs) 
I, I believe he is calling the Avengers. The Avengers. There, there was, there was a thing, yeah, where he basically was like, why are they treating the X-Men like this? Why are they only showing up now when they want something? They're showing up now because the Earth is right. in jeopardy. Because they want something. Yes, they is want it, to save the world, Nick. They want they, mankind to survive. They want they, humanity to see another sunrise as opposed to the X-Men. They mm-hmm. kind of have a point of view here. They kind of have a defensible position. I disagree. That's like when and you, Cyclops when you came, was going like to bet you, it all on red. That's like he was going to put all the chips on red and hope that, that was that's like, how it all comes out. That was like the day oh, you came down. That's like the day you came down to my <laughs> office claiming that my peanut butter and jelly sandwich was going to take over the world and took it. <laughs> all right, but Nick, counterpoint: the world's still here. <laughs> that's so that's obviously right. the right choice. That was made. a dangerous peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. It had to be disposed with forthwith <laughs> in a very direct manner. Yeah, we're still, that you were just not capable of dealing with you just wanted to nurture it and hope it saved the day <laughs> it had been sitting there for like and months. i would have i would have nurtured <laughs> i'm a very nurturing man moving right along jeff albatar albatar jeff albatar wants to know <laughs> is magic going all out against dr strange oh all yeah you know when magic uses her powers to her full potential she can get a little unstable, and the X Men have been kind of yeah. keeping her under wraps. Is I think she, once once this are the locks off, is well, she basically good to go. Here? Once this Jeff person reads AVX two, he'll notice mm. that she pulled out all the stops, yes. including goat legs. Yeah, yeah. she put on yeah. her goat she legs. Put on the goat legs, and you know you're in trouble when Ileana puts on the goat legs. <laughs> <laughs> like that's when right. uh, all my nieces and nephews right. they know they're in trouble when Uncle Nick puts on the goat legs. <laughs> wow. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like everyone wants an Uncle Nick now. <laughs> He's got the goat legs, the the, the ski sweater. Yeah, it's true. He is the total the fire, fireside chats. Well, and one of these podcasts, I'm going to, have to tell the listeners about my history as the Monkey Lord. Chris Eliopoulos, who's an Eisner Award-winning letterer, I believe. That is true. His children call me the Monkey Lord. Yeah. So one day we'll have to tell you about that. But they were up for the Avengers movie, which we got yeah. to see yesterday. And we did. We all saw it yesterday. Blake, you saw, you were there, right? They let him in. They did. Oh. Blake's like my Gelman when he was in there. Shut off to set. But uh, yeah, story of the Monkey Lord coming to uh, this week in Marvel after dark. Once we get that up and running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, and then in AVX versus number three, we've got Magic against Black Widow. Yep, which is a matchup that made me kind of scratch my head and then start going wow i really want to see that oh it is mm-hmm. awesome chris Jost is writing it terry dodson is yeah. drawing it there's a lot of russian going on there's so. some ar stuff that we're, yep. we're oh, talking really? about doing with that yeah so oh, that, cool. that's a story that's got an added dimension to it really all right a fourth dimension Ooh. fifth <laughs> which dimension is added readers you will find out <laughs> Pregster39 wants to know, what other books should I read to keep up with the story? Now, we said this other places, but if you guys don't mind reiterating. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. you know, there, there are very few tie-ins to AVX. They're all bannered. They're only books that have the words either Avengers or X-Men in them. So to keep up with the story, you need to buy the books that are bannered with AVX and that say Avengers on them. <laughs> or you can read the superior tie-in books, which are Uncanny X-Men, Wolverine the X-Men, and uh, X-Men Legacy. Read on the Pike. Coming down the Pike. <laughs> Coming down the Pike. 
You never know what you're going to get when you tune into this podcast. <laughs> a little bit, little bit of everything. That will be released on iTunes. Sure Nick, was up, Nick was up very late last night. I apologize for him. He's not himself today. He's still, he's still on an Avengers movie high. So. Sure am. Sure am. <laughs> NM00997. That's one of my favorite Twitter yeah. names. Woo! 996 NMs Damn. were already taken. Yeah. Presumably. Is there a chance Wolverine will tell Scott that he was right after the whole Avengers invasion? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Wolverine is one not to hold a grudge at all. <laughs> it, it, it certainly does seem like it's going that way. Yeah. <laughs> and has been for some time. Now, it seems like he understands the error of He's turning voice. over a new leaf. Yeah. He's had a come-to-the-mountain moment. Yeah. Um, he is redeemed. I know one of the big questions a lot of people were asking going into this was, would Wolverine, Beast, Storm... But particularly Wolverine, which side they were going to end up on. Mm-hmm. I think by issue two, we've pretty clearly established. At least for now. Yeah, yeah at, at least, least for, for now, now. Wolverine's with the Avengers for now. Mm-hmm. Storm seems to have gone over the X-Men. And Beast is also working with the Avengers. Yeah. Although all of Wolverine's X-Men team is kind of a wild card. Yeah, they're a wild card. I mean, Wolverine and Beast, before these events started, both came pretty strongly against Cyclops. Right. And as we've seen in AVX 1 and 2, that Cyclops is the leader of the X-Men side of the Avengers vs. X-Men saga. And so they, they definitely came down hard on the Avengers side. And the question is, will be, does that remain the case? Well, also, does, does that preclude any of the X-Men from the Jean Grey school from siding oh, with Cyclops? Heck no. no, not necessarily. Oh, no. heck no. So they are not all in the bag for the Avengers, necessarily. Nope. I noticed you Only got... the smart ones. I noticed, you know, there was no comment. something something we talked a lot about the first podcast is Nick was very despondent over the recap page at the beginning yeah. where we had the boxes sure. of all the X Avengers the X Men listed. <laughs> uh, there was a, it was a little more even this time. You got some more X Men in there. We certainly yeah. did, and I, yet could not get an even card for mm-hmm. AVX versus number one, despite all of those X Men. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how it goes. I, I will say that. Tom Brevoort is uh, like the LeBron James. Uh, he comes in strong. Can't finish, though. Can't finish. So whether you're I've been, theater... I've been not finishing for about 23 years now. <laughs> I'll say. When you were... Uh... <laughs> so whether you're a fan of theater or NBA basketball, Nick Lowe is going to get you covered with his analogies. Darn right. <laughs> Comic Book Man 1. The very first, the first comic, comic book, book man. Is that Stan Lee's <laughs> Crawled out of the caves. Wants to, know, wants to know in reference, I believe, to the Uncanny X-Men tie-in, and then also to AVX versus why the easy wins for Red Hulk and Iron Man. For Red Hulk, uh, I'm going to point readers to Uncanny X-Men number 11. 10, 11. Was it 11? I think it was 11. 11. I know the answer was to that. The book that you edit. That's more than the answers you have for your own books. But, uh, we put out so many Uncanny X-Men issues that readers love that it's hard to... It's like yeah. remembering the names of your children. <laughs> <laughs> really hard. Yeah. When Nick gets home at night, he's just like, Hey, hey number 11. Yeah. <laughs> I'm number 10. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I should really give them more distinctive names. I might yeah. remember them better. That, that's numbers. on you. Yeah, that's really on you. Is. You named them all Steve. It was, <laughs> it was your choice. It really is. But for Red Hulk, if you look at Uncanny X-Men 11, you'll see more of the Red Hulk Colossus, Colossus. fight. It goes into far more detail into the ins and outs of that fight. And 
as for Iron Man, I, I don't think that was an easy win at all. No. Magneto was kicking his butt until he pretty much just gave up. Well, one can make the case if you've read Uncanny X-Men, Colossus kind of oh, yeah. gives up. He makes the sacrifice yeah, Colossus play as well. Is, is just, so pretty much the X-Men pattern is, is the pattern here. When the X-Men don't yeah. carry through to the end. They stop. They stand down. They fold. Well, it does when seem the going like, gets tough. It does seem like in a lot of cases... When they feel the X- bad for their opponents. <laughs> it does seem like in a lot of cases the X-Men are recognizing the greater good and saying, well, yeah. rather than Maybe the Avengers have a point. Yeah. Maybe their position oh, is the correct one. That's true. Maybe we should try to save the yeah. Earth and maintain it's humanity. It's kind of like when a father plays a game with a child. <laughs> and, and they're like, Which well, child would that be? Number 11? <laughs> I'll damn if I know. And, uh, <laughs> but like, and they're winning so heartily. They're like... This is just going to be too depressing. I'm going to have to give up at least a few points, if not the game, to at least let them have some self-worth. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what happened in AVX number two and yeah. versus number one. That they're like, well, let's let the Avengers have a little bit of self-worth. They're just like that giant movie opening is not going to be enough. Yeah, yeah. we really yeah. need to instill some. And we wanted to make sure that reader, like, we didn't want to just destroy the Avengers on their movie opening. You know, it would be very nice. So you're going to take credit for any success. Absolutely. Avengers has at the box. I office. have been for years. <laughs> <laughs> to anyone who will listen. I will tell you what. Before working with me, did Joss Whedon make an Avengers movie? That's a great point. No, the answer to that. Free Nick yeah. Lowe, zero Avengers movies. Socrates could not find a gap in that logic. <laughs> so, if you're, so if you're a and philosophy fan. <laughs> Check out Shield number nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the time people are waiting to see. Oh yeah, the shield. Once ADX yeah, makes its way over to mm-hmm. shield. There's uh, speaking there's some of shield stuff oh, really? coming up in uh, in new adventures. Interesting. In the AVX time. Okay. Now, that's a scoop. It is. I it am is. a reporter. <laughs> it's okay. No, don't, go, don't go crazy. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Final question from Shelby is a cat. Great name. Doesn't leave any room for interpretation. No. I'm rooting for the X-Men, but I'm really questioning Hope. Does she have their extinction in mind? Uh, she kind of lost it during AVX number two, ran off, on fire, yeah. all that. Might be back in the wrong side there. Mm. Mm. I disagree. Hope, Hope has been trained by the best. Yeah. By the best. Mm-hmm. When you see Cable come in and mop the floor with the Avengers and, and the Tom edited X Sanctions <laughs> book up until his illness makes it impossible for him to right. just eliminate them wholeheartedly, I, I think we saw that he was certainly the best and he trained Hope. So I think the just goes to show the Avengers don't have much of a chance in this. Right. Yeah, uh, I, don't but think, Hope... I don't think that addressed the question at all. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I pretty much just want to get as many uh, hits in on time. Yeah, no, it's clear. I think, I think hope. The true answer is that hope does not have extinction in mind. Hope is a hero, mm-hmm. unlike most of the characters that Tom deals with. She wants to help Captain hero. America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a he's unsavory. Yeah, <laughs> really you is. can't trust him. You don't see all the like the times that I've he's out the back alley behind Avengers Tower shooting <laughs> yeah. craps. Yeah, well. We we do a thing called readout editing here, where like yeah. you know different editors will read out different editors' books, and I the amount of times I've caught Tom trying to sneak Cap, uh, Captain America kicking kittens, yeah, and his, and his and puppies in his books, but you got to take this out. But that's really being true to the 1940s origins of the <laughs> when that was you know a thing people did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? it was socially doesn't acceptable. excuse it. It was a different time. Doesn't excuse it. Different. He's a, he's a man out of time. He certainly is. Yeah. So that that is unassailable. Yeah. 
<laughs> Hopefully we answered your question, Shelby is a cat. We I don't, don't think know. so. But... <laughs> if not, there are ten more issues yep. and ten more podcasts. <laughs> so, guys, just to wrap up, what do we have coming up in Avengers vs. X-Men number three, which is on sale this week? Well, with Avengers vs. X-Men number three, now that the Avengers have defeated the X-Men, yeah. they take stock and are going to have to figure out what the heck has happened to Hope and, and where she is and uh, deal with her. Hopefully the Avengers team that's off in space can deal yes. with the Phoenix. So none of this is even really uh, necessary. It's just a, an embarrassing bad day for the X-Men. And over in we'll Secret Avengers, we're starting to see how that plays out. Yes. We get a little more yes. of that and in And in uh, Avengers, starting yes. uh, this next issue up. Yeah, so we've got stuff coming up all across the board. So it's going to shift a little from we've just had our first Avengers X-Men fight now. Hope is going to go a little bit. Now they have to find out where Hope is. Yep. And yeah. the fighting does continue. Right. Well, There's who's some, on the cover? Well, that would be uh, your boy Wolverine yeah. and Captain America. Two Avengers. Two Avengers. Duke, yeah. They're taking, they're taking the entire <laughs> we're, we're cover now. Duking it out. If you were upset about the recap page, surely <laughs> you'd be oh, furious now. They're so battle-hungry now that the X-Men have fallen. They're fighting with each other. <laughs> yeah. eh, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So we've got Avengers sex number three coming up. AVX versus number two. Tie-ins in Avengers, Secret Avengers, New Avengers, Avengers Academy, and then also in Wolverine and the X-Men, Uncanny X-Men, and X-Men Legacy. Mm -hmm. Anything else people should be aware of? They should be counting the days until the next Infinite comic yes. yeah. comes out, yeah, coming which soon. will be with AVX number six. Yep. It is the good stuff. Yep. It is the tasty juice. Oh, like bringing that juice. back. Yeah, the tasty juice. Yeah. Uh, Still trying. People God are going to love it. <laughs> And, of well, course, with every issue of Avengers Sex Men, you guys can check out the augmented reality, all sorts of goodies mm -hmm. in there. Have you got, Have either of you guys recorded NAR yet? I know we had no, Axel, we had Jason Aaron. Yeah, Jason Brian did Bendis. one, Brian did one, yeah. Ed did one for issue three. Okay. Not yet. Have you guys been asked? We've been, they've, been, they've, been listening to the these, they've been listening to these podcasts. Oh, all right. So this audition so, so did not really, go well. Really, uh... <laughs> they didn't? What? <laughs> TBD. <laughs> I tried to record some, but my voice kept cracking. Yeah. Oh. I know what that's like. I know what that's like, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Of course, Tom Brevoort. You can tweet at Tom Brevoort. Tom Brevoort. Nick Lowe. You have to go with at Nick underscore Lowe Low underscore. underscore. To I know. Sure, to make sure you get the comics editor. When you share a name with a famous musician, that, that yeah. kind of thing happens. Yeah. yeah. The best you could ever hope to be is the second best Nick Lowe. We'll see. <laughs> Early days. <laughs> <laughs> guys thank you so much for joining us folks thanks so much for listening well hopefully you guys are both still talking to each other have you back in a couple weeks to talk about issue number three it'd be my pleasure thank you man really appreciate especially that especially if we get rid of that bearded jerk <laughs> wow you're a command of the language <laughs> yeah it's stunning staggering folks this is Marvel your universe